0: Today's scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, and it's just after the birth story. Would you join me as we read together the words from Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 22? Jesus is presented in the temple. When the time came for the purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. It has been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when his parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory of your people, Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at this and began saying about him, then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel, to be a sign that it would be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many might be revealed with a sword, and pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet Anna, a daughter of Phanuel, a tribe of Asher, and she was of great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage. Then as a widow to the age of 84, she never left the temple, but worshiped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment, she came and began to praise God and to speak about this child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Oh God, as we approach Jesus, may we have just as much delight as Simeon and Anna. As we look deeper into this scripture passage, may we understand what might be revealed to us further. In your name we pray. Amen. As we unpacked the ornaments this year, it wasn't filled with any rush between hectic events that normally pack our holiday season. So we treasured this as the activity. We took out the nativity scene and we talked about all of the characters and how excited they were to meet baby Jesus and what importance he would have for the world. But for this moment, the family would be here and cherish this moment together. Before the story unwound, and they couldn't begin to imagine the specialness of what they had. As we continue decorating a few more of our decorations, they point to the specialness of baby Jesus. The angel ornaments that made up a mini heavenly host, and candy canes are a J for Jesus, a shepherd's crook, and the white that takes away our sins, which is depicted with the red swirl, and the star on top of the tree. It leads everyone to the treasure that is Jesus. They all tell of the birth of a new child and the joy and wonder and love and commitment of not only the holy family, but God's family. Nowadays, the birth of a child is an occasion that involves announcements sent to family and friends, sharing stories and memories, a special outfit for baptism worn by many before them that is carefully liberated from layers of tissue paper where it has been preserved until this moment. And here at church, a rose is placed in worship. The birth of a child evokes family, religious, and social traditions. And in the Gospel of Luke, the parents of Jesus respond to this birth by attending to these traditions called for in the Old Testament in Leviticus. Such traditions are meant as a reminder that the baby born, not only in this context of this family, but also of God's family, in the covenant established between God and the people of Israel. Ritually presenting their offerings to God at the temple is a formal way of recognizing the child is welcomed into the covenant so they may grow into a life of the Torah, marriage, and good deeds. And it's marked by prayers, songs, and food. (laughs) Each new birth is a renewed hope. And this hope is expressed by each of the persons named in our passage in Luke. So Mary and Joseph, they come to present Jesus to God, demonstrating their confidence in God's promises. Simeon is described as a righteous and devout man, seeking comfort for the people of Israel. The prophet Anna fasts and prays for the restoration of Jerusalem. It is a vibrant hope, evident from ancient traditions, but equally as alive today. And they are all gathered, Mary, Mary, Joseph, the family, along with Simeon and Anna, who, as the angels and the shepherds and the magi weren't enough, draw an awareness to the specialness of what they hold. Having a baby recently, I can recall to you the hectic nature of it. Or can I recall? It's actually such a blur. Thank goodness we took pictures. If you've had the opportunity to be near it, You know that new parents need community around them to help them see past the here and the now and the sleepless nights and remind them of the wonders that will behold, that this isn't forever. This is just right now, and this has been more true for the Holy Family as it is today. Simeon takes his grandpa moment with them practically taking the child into his arms, speaking with such hope. The child who marks this presence of salvation in the midst will also cause the falling and the rising of many. Now this falling and rising will not be the result of a great war or a huge economic overturn or a natural disaster which everybody was thinking it would be. But instead, it will come about as radical transparency, as people's inner thoughts are revealed, Jesus will ask all the right questions, and his actions will be examples of how we are to live with one another. Anna's description picks up this anticipation as well. Her state is described that she is fasting, disheveled, and she is mourning, though not for her husband, but for the people of God. And seeing the child, her mourning turns into a praise. And at the center is this child, almost always referred to as this child. Now these are substantial words spoken about someone very small. But this is Luke's style. He writes as though he's been playing on this contrast throughout the whole birth story. The Savior of the world was born in a lowly stable while another, the savior of the world. Juxtaposition, Caesar sits on a throne and Roman splendor. So this contrast of Jesus' parents bring this offering designated for the poor. Two turtle doves. It is this child in poverty who will be the true savior. Just as Jesus was assigned for them we also come to see Jesus. In a time of pandemic, a time of destruction, civil unrest, we come weary. But we know the hope that it is in Christ. This is the hope that we carry even after Christmas, after all the ornaments and decorations and manger scenes are put away, because there are other reminders of the specialness of Jesus and the ability to share it with the younger generations is one of the most blessed gifts. I am grateful to be able to share this with my own children, but also the children of this church and the greater community. Exposing the holy can happen anywhere, and it can happen at home. I'm reminded of a story of a grandpa who walked down the hall from his bedroom of the kitchen passed by many photos and memorable moments in his life of loved ones from smiling toothless grandchildren to his old track and field days. He pulled his robe across and tied it at the waist. Photos are a wonderful reminder that he was surrounded by those he loved, though they were not able to be together. He paused looking at the photos and gets an idea and takes one off the wall. With quickness, he unlocks the door to his rarely visited workroom. After moving some dusty blankets, he picked up an old two- tool carrier, carefully as they didn't want to, he didn't want them to spill out. And there, lying dusty behind some old boxes on the floor, was his kettlebell. He crouched down to it, lifting with his knees... It moved an inch. Oof. The next morning, the thought came flooding to his mind again, and he went down to the workroom. This time, he enlisted his corps and drug the kettlebell all the way out to the porch. Met by the glance of his neighbor, he quickly returned back inside. Embarrassed. What was he even doing? (sighs) The next day, He set the photo that inspired him originally on the table, and he tried lifting again, making some struggling sounds along the way. Something that used to seem so easy to him was his greatest defeat now. A few mornings went by, unable to face this challenge again, until he saw a dad next door unloading their Christmas tree off the roof of their car with ease. The next morning, he had new resolve. He put on his tracksuit, moved to the motivational picture t- and the kettlebell outside on the patio for the neighbors even to see, and began his little lifts and attempts. Now when he walked to the shed past the neighbors in his tracksuit, they cheered him on and started even working out with him. He looked and felt more hopeful Donning his suit and bow tie to celebrate Christmas Eve at his daughter's home, he placed his gift for his granddaughter on the seat beside him as he drove to their house. Upon entering the door, he was met with a warm glow of Christmas lights, a smile from his daughter, and he saw his four-year-old granddaughter descend the stairs. She quickly unwrapped the box and looked up with a smile on her face, and the shimmer reflected in her eyes from the star. He placed the box aside. They approached the tree, and he lifted his 30-pound granddaughter, first up involving his core, and then towards the tree, so that he could place, she could place the star on top. And just then, the mom understood it. It wasn't the gift of the star that was so important. It was the moment that together an older man would show a young girl the specialness of what she had. Amen.